Hey, it's Paulette again, and I'm honored to bring you another episode here on the Thriving in Chaos Project, now in its fourth season. I bring you resilient survivors, key resources, and experts in their fields to lighten the load and shine a light on the path forward from confusion to conclusion through all things divorce and transformation. So let's get started. I'm hosting a retreat in Belize. Some of you may know, but I used to live there. And Belize is a melting pot of culture that carries over into the food, the music, and the fun. It is the best of both vibes from jungles to ground you and beaches to heal and soothe. I lived there for many years and go back and forth between there and Atlanta because I can't get enough. My co-host, Tiara, visited me and didn't want to leave either. No one does. This is paradise, folks. My co-host here and I chatted about the perfect all-inclusive location for you ladies that are going through a pivot in your life and need to reset, renew, and rebuild, and we nailed it. We kick off with a three-day adventure in the luxurious eco-resort Kapal Tree in the southern Belize jungle, followed by three luxurious days on Thatch K Island, a private island over water oceanfront oasis in the turquoise Caribbean along the Belize Barrier Reef. Whether you're going through or just coming out of a divorce, especially with a narcissist, a career change, or you just want to get back to the parts of you that you haven't seen in a while, we are talking to you. Make note, May 4th to the 10th, 2024, and start packing. Space is very limited on the private island and in the jungle. Be sure to act now. We have a passion for leading truly transformational healing events from heart-opening, accessible guided meditations to connection-based life-changing tools and practices. We curate each moment with care and compassion to ensure every lady is taken care of from the initial registration to the final namaste. It's better in Belize. Hello and welcome back to the Thriving in Chaos Project. I know it's an odd name for a podcast, but that's exactly what we do here. We learn to thrive in the chaos. No different today. I was uh, very blessed to have stumbled upon this phenomenal woman who I'm excited to interview today, Dr. Debbie Silver. She is the founder of the PBT. That reminded me of peanut butter when I first saw it. So that's how I remembered. PBT, post-betrayal transformation, and who doesn't need that? Raise your hand, everyone. Institute, and is a holistic psychologist, a health mindset and personal development expert, and the author of Trust Again, the Rebuild Roadmap, and is a two-time number one international best-selling author of The Unshakable Woman and From the Harden to Heal. 
So the other thing is she also has a podcast, which I love women that have podcasts because, well, we are out there helping and serving and giving people tools and resources that are just at your fingertips that you can plug in your little ear pods in your car. Nobody has to know what the heck you're listening to and get answers or at least find help getting answers. So welcome to the show, Debbie. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. Looking forward to our conversation. So I stumbled upon you with my lovely friend, Tracy Malone, who happens to be one of my narcissist divorce experts. I love her work. She's gone through one hell of a journey. Hey, Tracy, all my love. And I listened with, you know, just like bated breath, like, where has this woman been? Because as I was saying to you earlier, I take my clients from confusion overwhelm, fear, all of that divorce, uh, angst, shall we call it, to the conclusion of their divorce. But I don't really go much beyond that, like dating and healing. And although I do love to do my retreats because those are fun, um, but I don't get down into this work. And it's so nice to have you as a expert resource this. So what made you found the PBT Institute. I'm dying to know. Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, no one studies betrayal unless you have to. And I'm in business <laughs> over 30 years and it was health and mindset and personal development. And then I had a painful betrayal from my family, thought I did everything I needed to do to heal from that. And then it happened a few years later. This time it was my husband. That was the deal breaker. So I got him out of the house and looked at the two experiences thinking, well, what's similar to these two? Of course me, but what else? Mm. And then I realized, you know, boundaries were always getting crossed. I never took my needs seriously and decided that something had to change. So here I was, you know, four kids, six dogs, a thriving business, and I enrolled in a PhD program. Mm. And it was like a book wasn't going to help me get out of this gym. I needed a whole PhD in it. And it was in transpersonal psychology, the psychology of transformation and human potential. And while I was there, I did a study. I studied betrayal. What holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? That study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed my family, my health, my work, my life. So in answer to your question, what had me found the PBT Institute and I'm happy to talk about the studies, the discoveries, but one of them, to me, the most exciting was that while we can stay stuck for years, decades, a lifetime, and so many people do, if we're going to fully heal, I mean, I'm talking fully to this complete and total place of called post-betrayal transformation, we're going to go through these five proven predictable stages. And we know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every stage. And we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. Mm. So once that discovery showed up, I said, oh my gosh, how do I keep that to myself? I put the five stages into a program. It blew up. And then everyone wanted to work with me. And I was like, well, what do I do with that? Well, I just wanted to get the five stages out into everybody's hands. So I created our certification program. So coaches, healers, doctors, therapists can teach the five stages to their clients and patients. And then I had that like lightning bulb moment where I realized, wait a second, I did the research. I know what's proven to work. What would happen if I include everything that works, excluding everything that doesn't, and just have everything that works under one roof? That's the PBT Institute. Perfect. So it's a little bit of a 
um, an opportunity for people to find knowledge, insight, data, all of those insights that you have, but oh, also wait. resources and certification sort of as in an institute. Way more than that. Yeah, it's we have our signature programs, which literally move you through the stages. We have live daily classes with our certified coaches. Everything's recorded if because we, we have people all over the world mm. and our coaches specialize in everything having to do with betrayal. So we have coaches who specialize in narcissism, in divorce, in reconciliation, in chronic pain, in self-growth, in in addiction, you name it. And we have uh, master classes where we bring in experts, anything that can help our community. We also have a very unique type of community because most support groups, you know, you kind of complain together and it keeps you stuck. Mm. And my, my research proved that most support groups will keep you glued to one stage in particular. And so knowing that, we created a very unique type of group that helps lift and inspire. So everything is very intentional and you come in, you know what stage you're in. We know, you know, within a minute what stage someone is in. And then you take, let's say you're in stage two, you take all the classes, you do all the programs, you see the coaches for stage two to get you to stage three. And then all the classes and the programs and the coaches to get you to stage four. So the idea is to come in at whatever stage you're in and move through the stages and graduate. Mm, beautifully expressed. So yeah, I love how you mentioned that some um, groups maybe, uh, you know, keep you stuck, right? There's this sense of almost like wallowing. I don't know if that's mm. a nice way to put it. I'm trying to be delicate with that word, but there's almost like this sense of, um, you know, digesting and like treading water in the, in the muck and mire of it all. Right. And, and I'm sure, you know, um, well, we'll get into that, but is getting stuck is a problem. That's my world where people come to me and I'm all about the facts, you know, whether it be the mental, emotional, psychological, physical, sexual, spiritual side of romance, love, and divorce, because there is that mushy side. But yet on the other side, it's very factual, judicial, legal, financial, residential, lending, insurance, taxes. Ah, did I mention co-parenting? No, but it's in there too. It kind of swims between both. But with all that said, you then sprinkle in betrayal and trauma and people get stuck uh, once they're through the contemplation stage and now they're in it, right? They're they're really overwhelmed with the process and then it's mm -hmm. over and God only knows how long that will take. Sometimes it's months, sometimes it's years. And then they say, now what? How do I work mm -hmm. past that? Um, as in, as you mentioned, different niches or categories of trauma or when things in your life could become traumatic, family, divorce, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know which more productive. Would it be more productive for us to go through the three findings or the five stages? Well, the the five stages is one of the three findings. Okay, I think wonderful. If I share the discoveries, you you will, I mean, you'll see exactly like the whole stuck thing, you'll see exactly where that shows up. So happy Perfect. to do that. If I, yeah, okay, great. So yeah, the let's first do it. Yeah. So the first discovery was I had a feeling that betrayal was a different type of trauma. I had been through death of a loved one. I'd been through disease and I was like, betrayal feels different for me. I didn't want to assume it was the same for all my study participants. So I asked them, if you've been through other traumas, does betrayal feel different for you unanimously? They said, oh my gosh, it's so different. And here's why, because it feels so intentional, 
we take it so personally. So the entire self gets shattered, rejection, abandonment, belonging, confidence, worthiness, trust. So, you know, it's like, think about it. When you lose someone you love, you grieve, you're sad, you mourn the loss, life will never be the same. You don't necessarily lose your ability to trust. You don't question the entire relationship. You don't question your sanity. With betrayal, you do. So that type of healing and that type of trauma needed its own name, which is now called post-betrayal transformation because the invitation in any trauma is to rebuild your life after your trauma, right? Mm -hmm. But with betrayal, not only do you rebuild your life, you rebuild the self. So post-betrayal transformation is that complete and total rebuild of your life and yourself after an experience with betrayal. That was the first discovery. Um, the second was there's actually a collection of symptoms, physical, mental, and emotional, so common to betrayal, it's known as post-betrayal syndrome. And we've had easily over 95,000 people take our post-betrayal syndrome quiz on our site to see to what extent they're struggling. And what's so interesting about that, and I'm happy to share the stats, uh, mm. what's so interesting about it is we've all heard time heals all wounds. And I have the proof that that's not true. Uh, there's a question on the quiz that says, is there anything else you'd like to share? And people write things like my betrayal happened 35 years ago. I'm unwilling to trust. My betrayal happened 40 years ago. I can still feel the hate. So we know you can't count on time. You can't even count on a new relationship to heal it. Healing needs to be deliberate and intentional. And if not, very likely you still have symptoms that now, because it's been so many years later, you're attributing to, oh, it must be my job. Oh, it must be stress. Oh, it must be this or that. No, it's not. It's your unhealed betrayal from years ago. And I'm happy to share some of the stats if you want to hear them. Absolutely. I am dying to okay. hear them. And that's so wonderful now, that healing that's there's just that that's a great mantra. Everyone, if you don't write take, you know, the healing must be deliberate and intentional. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or it will follow you around like a shadow. So now imagine men, women, just about every country's represented 95,000 plus people, 78% constantly revisit their experience. 81% feel a loss of personal power. 80% are hypervigilant. 94% deal with painful triggers, mm. the most common physical symptoms. 71% have low energy. 68% have sleep issues. 63% have extreme fatigue. So you go to sleep all night, you wake up, you're exhausted. Your mm. adrenals have tanked. 47% have weight changes. So in the beginning, maybe you can't hold food down. Later on, you're using food for comfort. 45% have digestive issues. And that could be anything from Crohn's, IBS, diverticulitis, you name it, anything. The most common mental symptoms, 78% are overwhelmed. 70% are walking around in a state of disbelief. 64% are in shock. 62% can't concentrate. So imagine you can't concentrate. You have a gut issue. You're exhausted. You still have to feed your kids. You still have to work. That's not even the emotional issues. Emotionally, 88% experience extreme sadness. 83% are very angry and you can bounce back and forth between those two emotions all day long. 82% feel hurt. 79% are stressed. Just a few more. Here's why I wrote the book trust again. 84% have an inability to trust. Mm -hmm. I mean, I heard, when I saw that, that just killed me. 67% prevent themselves from forming deep relationships because they were afraid of being hurt again. 82% find it hard to move forward and 90% 
want to move forward, but they don't know how. Mm. So 95,000 people took the survey. Mm. And those mm -hmm. are the statistics of the, of the questions that you asked on this particular survey of 95 respondees. Mm. And most of those statistics, if I recall, the lowest one was like 60 something. Right. 40, I mean, yeah, well, there was a forty-five percent has a gut issue. But here's the craziest but the, thing: but like, the others were all way above those, right? Yeah. And what's even crazier, right? It's so true. You're so right. We didn't. You didn't hear me say anything. Twenty percent, thirty percent. No, you didn't say. And two percent feel sad. No, three percent no. can't trust. And here's what's even crazier: those stats aren't necessarily from a recent betrayal. Mm -hmm. This is from the parent who did something awful when you were a kid. This is from the girlfriend or boyfriend who broke your heart in high school. So think about this. That person may not know, care, remember, they may not even be alive. Mm -hmm. And here we are today with symptoms because we haven't healed from it. And the good news is we can heal from all of it. If you are still walking around with those symptoms, you will hear from the third discovery exactly what stage you're in. And it's the place where most people find themselves and stay. And I'm happy to share what that is. Mm -hmm. Let's go to number three. Okay. So that was that there are the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. And we know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every stage. So happy to go through the stages. Yes. Because this way... Okay. It's all mapped out and trust again. It's what all of our coaches are certified in. It's all we do within the PBT Institute, but here's a boil down version. So stage one is before it happens. And if you can imagine four legs of a table, the four legs being physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with everybody, me too, was a real heavy lean on the physical and the mental thinking and doing and kind of neglecting or ignoring the emotional and the spiritual feeling and being. Well, the table only has two legs. It's easy for that table to topple over. That's us. Stage two, shock, trauma, D-Day, discovery day. And this is the breakdown of the body, the mind, and the worldview. This is by far the scariest of all of the stages. You have just gotten the news that has forever changed your life. Life will never be the same. You've, and right here, you've ignited the stress response. Hmm. So now you are headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in a complete state of chaos and overwhelm. You cannot wrap your mind around what you just learned. This makes no sense. And your entire worldview has been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model. The rules that govern you that prevent chaos, trust this person, don't go there, you know? And in one earth shattering moment, every rule you've been following, like it is no longer, the bottom is truly bottomed out on you and a new bottom hasn't been formed yet. This is terrifying, right? But everybody knows exactly where they were where they got that news, but think about it. If the bottom were to bottom out on you, what would you do? You would grab hold of anything or anyone to stay safe and stay alive. And that's stage three, survival instincts emerge. It's the most practical out of all of the stages. This is where all your clients are coming in at stage three. Mm -hmm. it, you know, if you can't help me get out of my way, how do I survive this experience? Where do I go? Who can I trust? Here's the trap though. Mm -hmm. Stage three by far, hands down is the most common place we get stuck. Here's why. Once we figured out how to survive our experience because it feels so much 
better than the shock and trauma of where we just came from. We think it's good. And because we don't know you know, you talked about getting stuck before because we don't know there's anywhere else to go. Well, we plant roots here. Transformation doesn't even begin until stage four, but we don't know that. So we plant roots here. We're not supposed to, but we don't know that. And four things happen. The first thing is we start getting all those small self benefits. We get to be right. We like being right. We get our story. We like our story. You know, we get sympathy from everyone we tell our story to. Mm -hmm. We get someone to blame. We get a target for our anger, you know, and on some level we feel we're not getting much else. And so this feels good. So we plant deeper roots now because this is where we are. Now the mind starts doing things like, well, you know, maybe you're not that great. Maybe you deserved it. Maybe this, maybe that. So we plant deeper roots. We're not supposed to again, but we don't know. Now, because these are the thoughts we're thinking, this is the energy we're putting out. Like energy attracts like energy. So now you start attracting people and circumstances and relationships towards you to confirm, yep, this is where you belong. This is also where we join that lame support group. And now here's the thing. Now we found our people, right? And I have seen so often where people will sabotage their growth because now they found their group, they found their people, or they will go back to the betrayer. The betrayer has no intention of changing, but their growth scares them. Mm -hmm. So they would rather, they sabotage themselves. So they go back to the known familiar. This is why we stay in stage three. It is the most common place we get them. Yeah. And then- very often, this is where someone may go to a therapist or a counselor. And listen, I'm a psychologist, but I'm a coach first. If all they're doing in that therapy session is unpacking and unpacking and unpacking and unpacking, if anything is going to glue you like crazy glue to stage three, it's endlessly going over your story without a strategic plan to move to stage four. So this is why most people land in stage three. So from hardened to healed, I wrote that because it's just for stage three. It's like, you've been through the worst of it already. You deserve the transformation. Right. Right. Anyway. So if you're, but, willing, but you're so right. I mean, it's so easy to see that, that stage where it's, um, and for many, I see it in the work I do is they think that's the end. Right. Exactly. And living in their story, it empowers them. It makes them feel like almost like uh, the hero, you know, but they get stuck and stage four isn't on the horizon yet. That's it. And they don't see it and they don't know it's there. So mm. that's, that, that's why I want people to know about the five stages, because if they, they know what they can work towards, then they know this is just a temporary stop in stage right. three. It's not a place to live. Anyway, if you are willing to let go, willingness is a huge word right here because many people are not. If you are willing to let go of the small self-benefits, grieve, mourn the loss, bunch of things you need to do, you move to stage four. Stage four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. Here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo, I can't undo what happened, but I control what I do with it. Just in that decision, you're turning down the stress response. You're not healing just yet, but at least you stopped the massive damage you'd been creating in stages two and stage three. Stage four feels like if you've ever moved. If you've ever moved to a new house, office, apartment, condo, whatever, your stuff isn't all there. It's not quite cozy yet, but you're like, okay, okay, we can do this. It feels like that. What's so interesting to stage four is, think about it. If you were to move though, you don't take everything with you. And there's this one spot 
moving from stage three to stage four, where if your friends weren't there for you, you don't take them with you. And pe people say to me all the time, what the heck? I've had these friends 10, 20, 30 years. Is it me? Yes, it is. You're undergoing a transformation. And if they don't rise, they don't come along. If I tell you we have our transform program, which is six months where they're moving through the stages, where they're working with me, uh, members are working with me. And in the past two weeks, two of our, our members had this exact experience. One, uh, one of our members from Sweden, and he went to a party and he said, you know, it, it's so weird. They were drinking and just this, it felt like very low energy and he left early. He just absolutely couldn't resonate at all. And just this morning, I got an email from one of our members in Chicago saying she was, she went to, it was a, it was a dinner event or something. Her friend was an hour and a half late. It just was the whole energy, the whole vibe, the whole everything. She outgrew that friend. And this is very common. Mm -hmm. So if you're wondering, why is it that the, uh, like, uh, it's still me and they're still them, but it feels so different. It's because you're undergoing a transformation and it, it happens all the time in this one place, moving from stage three to stage four. Anyway, if you're, uh, once you've made this space cozy, you've made it mentally home, you move to the most beautiful stage. And this is the uh, stage five healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. The body starts to heal, self-love, self-care, eating well, exercise. You didn't have the bandwidth for that earlier. Now you do. The mind is healing. You're making new rules. You're making new boundaries based on the road you just traveled. And you have a, a new worldview based on everything you see so clearly now. And the four legs of that table, in the beginning, it was all about the physical and the mental. By this point, we're solidly grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages. Beautiful, beautiful. I can see, you know, each individual person and and almost identify where, I mean, I'm not diagnosing, but, you know, having an overview of where I think. So um, beautiful, nice for me to have that. And I hope everyone's taking notes. Um, we'll talk a little bit about more how you can find Dr. Debbie later. But uh, so now that we have these uh, statistics, right? Is that what we mm -hmm. should call them? And we have these findings and we have these stages. Um, you, you know, have this community or this institute or ironically how I call mine Better Divorce Academy, Academy mm -hmm. Institute. I always say that I, um, I call it that because there's so much to learn. Uh, you know, there's, we don't have a course in 10th grade about how to divorce with dignity, grace and wisdom. They don't understand that it's a legal binding contract. They think it's about a white dress, a tuxedo and a party. And you don't realize that you are now embroiled, engaged in this legal commitment. And the only way to sever it is engaging in another legal binding contract. And I see much of the way of almost systematizing, um, that's my word, um, this healing trajectory, this process that you've so eloquently and systematically and dare I say scientifically, uh, not sure if that's true or not, but you know, that healing journey, because we do um, get stuck in divorce or in mm -hmm. any time there's betrayal, um, mm -hmm. when you feel what the hell just happened to me, right? That's stage mm -hmm. two, as you said. Um, and mm -hmm. I do so, uh, you know, uh, you're singing to the choir, Dr. Debbie, about the fact that you're only relying on two legs of a table. I might mm -hmm. even argue that it's one leg. You know, sometimes we're, we're 
um, legless. We, we kind of surrender and give up so much of our power and our strength and, and wisdom and confidence because when you're dealing with difficult situations and that whole betrayal uh, experience, you kind of lose sight of, of everything you think you are and you everything becomes blurry and muddy and confusing. So kudos to you for creating this. I love what you've done. It, it made me immediately reach out to you and say, when are you free i have to meet you this is brilliant i have to read your books everybody so please 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 also just so you know she um has been on the dr Oz show and ted talk tedx twice and all kinds of accolades so please look up dr De debbie silver s-a-l-b-e-r and she's the founder of the pbt post-betrayal transformation Institute. So a little bit, if you were to give somebody advice or you had just a moment to give them a hug, but not, you know, maybe, maybe virtually or in person and to give them a little bit of words of wisdom when you see somebody that's really struggling with having this experience from whatever, you know, uh, spokes of the wheel or road it come at them. Um, how would you encourage them to, uh, move forward because I know it's hard. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would let them know I've been there and I understand. And, you know, I, I really look at it like betrayal is one of the most painful of the human experiences. I mean, this was the person you trusted. This was the person who, when other people were causing harm, you know, you'd run to, and that's the person causing the harm. Uh, but what I would also say is that if you have to repeat this a million times, it's worth it. Even though it happened to you, it's not about you. Mm. It's not about you. But keeping yourself stuck in stage three because of it, that is about you. Because there's a roadmap now. So now staying stuck is a choice and not a good one. Because what you're able to do in stages four and five, if you had a, a, a taste of it, you wouldn't waste a minute in mm. stages two or three well two you, you need to move through it but you wouldn't stay in stage three like for example real quick we had an event and it was for my my uh six month uh high level people four out of the 11 started new businesses and you may think well that's just an odd little coincidence no it's not when you have moved through something so hard you have access to a version of you you didn't have access to before so it's almost like if i can do that what else can i do so it's real like the, like the pbt institute that's a stage five thing when you when you're in stages four and five that's where we see new levels of health new relationships new businesses new passion projects that's where life begins don't wait don't waste your time in stage three stages four and five is so much better beautiful i mean better divorce academy was born out of the same thing too uh, you know, it's, it's uh, all of, it's a birth, it's a rebirth, it's a renewal. It's, you know, you're maybe not going through labor, uh, those of you that are moms and have gone through it, you know, but it's, a, it's a, it's a birth, right? It's a, an awakening part of you of, of, of creating something a whole new, like you said, a new worldview. And I, I also ask people to use those the statistics that we reviewed, um, and they will be in that show notes, if you have any of those, right, if you've experienced any of those, and Lord help you don't have all of them, but that would be really, you know, definitely call Debbie now if you have, but <laughs> that would be a doozy. But if you have any of those, that might be a little bit of a litmus test of, of being able to 
to see whether in fact this is something that is, you know, a fleeting moment or really something that you should consider uh, delving into. Read her books. And I also suggest that you listen to her podcast, which is um, also wonderful from betrayal to breakthrough. So if you know, you, you're looking for a knowledge, wisdom, insight into this transformational journey, look no further. You have found the expert you need. I am so glad I stumbled upon you. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, listeners. Um, my podcast now in its fifth year, this kind of was a dare with a friend of mine that had a radio show and, and you know how it morphed. So, um, we're here to help and serve. You know, my expertise is all things divorce and obviously yours is all thing betrayal transformation. So, and what's the best way for people to find you? Is is there a, you know, a, a simple, yeah. easy way to do it? Oh, sure. First of all, thank you so much. Everything is at the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, the pbtinstitute.com. Perfect. So that will be in the show notes, everyone. Until next time, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Keep thriving in the chaos and make sure you don't get stuck. So until next time, I'll see you later. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. If you were inspired by today's episode, please share it with a friend or a loved one. My hope is you feel empowered to take some action, no matter how big or small. Action that allows you to step out of the chaos and thrive on your own terms. If this podcast added any value to your day, please review it on iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, keep thriving in the chaos.